and welcome back to Down for the Count, ladies and gents. As always, I got three of the four. Janae is out. We know she's been out for a while, but she will be back, okay? She will be back, all right? But I do have the core. I do have Alexis, and I do have Nicole. Say hi, ladies. Hi. Hello. All right. So we are going to do the row session. This is long-awaited row sessions, all right? Everybody has been begging. They were upset because we haven't done it in a while. So we are giving you guys the row sessions. Now, we're only going to do a small amount. We're going to do the old heads, okay? The gatekeepers of wrestling, all right? All you oldies but goldies, and y'all keep keeping the young folks from coming in. You're shading them with their wrestling, talking about they, they, their gimmicks are trash or their wrestling is trash. Like, you know, y'all y'all doing a lot, so we have to knock y'all down a peg or two, okay? Just a little bit. Mm. but they've kind of deserved it so you know long time coming so we're gonna get into it we're gonna go ahead and start who what y'all wanna do y'all wanna do we was gonna do Corey and some other people we can still do Corey so if you wanna start off with Corey we can start with Corey or we could go right into the old heads it's up to y'all um, I mean that pompous motherfucker. He's getting he's get drags on. I'm wanting to drag him, but you know what? He gets dragged on Twitter on a daily basis, and we all know Carmela's the top in that relationship. So I mean, he's on here acting like because we found out Carmela got injured at a house show, and I'm we all wish the best speedy recovery. Hope that she's safe. You know, nothing really bad happened. We just want her to be a hundred percent. And Corey went on Twitter and he's like, well, no one told me my wife was in, my wife was injured. I had to find out through Twitter. And it's like, well, you're not there. And if y'all don't know, I used to work in medical. I worked in the ER. And anytime that we had uh, any kind of major injuries come in, we wanted to make sure that the patient was stable that they didn't need like anything crazy, like right away, like nothing was major needed, like emergency surgery. And then we would start notifying like family members if, and no, and most of the time a situation like that, she's not going to the hospital by herself. So someone was with her more, more likely they were just waiting to make sure they heard back everything before calling you. And what the hell were you going to do? You weren't even there. You were just going to throw a fit on the phone because your wife's injured and you're just like, what do you mean shut the fuck up Corey. honestly i think your days are numbered because yeah you ain't you vince ain't there to protect your ass anymore um let's let's play devil's advocate to nicole's credit you gotta love him okay is he right about learning about it on twitter sure whatever but you learn about shit on twitter all the time um, I find it odd that he made a big deal about it. I mean, he could have, I mean, I'm sure she would have called him. I'm sure somebody would have called him. If they didn't, that was an error on his wife and on um, the person who went with her to the hospital. But I mean, you got to understand your wife's, she's a celebrity. So things are going to come out on the internet that may not be given to you. So while it on both, I can see it from both sides. I think he took it a little bit harshly because 
if I distinctly remember, you be saying a lot of shit, bro, and you be doing a lot of shit. Your reaction and actions online are not are not in terms of being um, how can I put it? You're not sensitive or empathetic to those who it may affect, i.e., Moro Ranello. You didn't mm. give a shit about how he felt. You didn't care. You knew about his mental health and where he was, and you didn't care. You made sure to attack him, whether you believe it was attacked or not. I, I'm going to preface it how I saw it. It was a direct attack on Mora Ranello. You knew what was going on with him. You knew he was not mentally okay. At least there were things that would make him not okay, and you doubled down on that on purpose. You didn't have a problem with doing that. So you finding out about your wife's injury, while I'm sympathetic to it and I understand, it's not that big of a deal. Your wife's okay. From what I understand, she's injured, but she's going to be okay. So you could have just relaxed. Instead of you getting on Twitter bitching about it, you should have been calling your wife trying to make sure she's all right, which I'm not saying you didn't do. I'm just saying maybe sometimes put your fucking phone down and stop looking at Twitter all the time. Yeah. If your wife is important, you know, hmm. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. And lay off the, lay off the gel. Like, your hair is crunchy, my guy. His hair like, is so stiff. Like, does what? your head, does his head itch? I just want to know. I don't, and, I don't I'm not, know. I'm, and I'm not saying that, like, he doesn't wash his hair, but, like, my husband used to do a pompadour like a while back and it got to the point that he had to put so much of that Murray's fucking uh, stuff in it that he didn't need to use it. It was that stiff. Like when he would go get his hair cut, the girl who cut his hair was like, no, you have to like basically detox your hair for like the next four days because it's, it's gross. And he's and then, well, it's not gross, but you know, it's just all that buildup and everything. It'll clog up the clippers. And um, he just, he, he stopped doing it. And I'm like, why'd you stop? And he's like, my head started itching. I'm like, what do you mean your head started itching? He's like, all the stuff I used to put in my hair. It's just like all that buildup. It finally was like, he's like, it, my, my scalp's red. And what I'm guessing is just the stuff that he was using was like irritating his scalp all of a sudden. Oh, my Lord. And I'm like, when's the last time you washed your hair? Because it got to the point his hair was so gross. The only thing that would work was Dawn dish soap. Oh, I'm no. not even, I'm not even joking. <laughs> so I'm just like, how gross is Corey Graves' hair right now? I just, ugh. I just, I just want you to stop using so much products. Because it'd be, it'd be looking real stiff and crunchy. Like you... It's like you had in your your break off. Dolph Ziggler's is just dry. Yours is clearly, you know, being held for the gods by whatever blue uh, uh, gel you using in your head. Just lay off of it. I mean, you just take some oil and slick it back. It ain't like you wrestling, you know, or a little water. You know that might help because you got you got you got thin hair, so it's just gonna lay down whatever you put on. Just, just put your little water on there and lay off the gel. Just lay off of it. I just feel like you smell like group. And uh and you know that what is that gel that the girls use? Like the girls use it and the punk rock community uses it. What is that? Um, is it oh, um LA, 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 LA something. 
I want to say it's that bedhead. Um, it's a bad head. It's bad head. Because oh, the black girls so use it. The black girls use it to lay down their legs. Well, we use the glue version. Well, got, actually, no, it's the same be. thing. Yeah, it's the same thing. It's the bed head is in a bed head is in a in a red can. Got to be is in a yellow can. I only know that because yes. I have some sitting in my cabinet yeah. right now. And then you got got to be glue, and got to be glued is also um that's another one that the girls use. But bedhead was the one they was using before you know people got hit to got to be glued. Like I feel like he he used a lot of that. Need to just calm down on that. Relax. Okay, <laughs> just give it a break. And no hairspray, because I, I feel like Carmella be helping you on that on that too. But like if somebody light a match, your shit is going up in flames, kind of. Relax. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to leave you alone, Corey, because you're a little upset because Carmella got injured and nobody called you. It looked like nobody give a fuck about you, but that that ain't that ain't none of my business. That's something you're going to have to take up with, with your people. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, <clears throat> now, the old head. They seem to be in their feelings since the young bucks done come up and took up all their shit. No pun intended, because I don't see them super kicking fools doing nothing. But <laughs> they upset because all the young kids is coming in, stealing all their shine, and they don't feel respected. So, you know, they tear them up. Now, I saw on Twitter what Effie said about Jeff Jarrett. You know, I saw what he said. Now, you know, I have to agree. If you haven't seen it, I highly recommend that you go and I highly recommend that you go on Twitter and look up Effie and, and see what he was talking about. It's only fair that you hear it from the horse's mouth. You shouldn't hear it from me. Okay. But in a nutshell, what he was saying is he said he tired of helping out all these old ass men that don't respect him. He tired of giving them a leg up and then they go off and they get they they get their little pride and respect back and they get their leverage back and they they get checks again. And he the one who giving them the leg up. He said, I'm tired of that shit. I'm tired of that. And then they be disrespecting me. And they disrespect how my work. They disrespect my craft. I don't like that shit. And I'm like, okay, go off, Effie. Go off. Because that's true. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's true. You shouldn't, you shouldn't do that. Now, who qualifies as an old head? Okay. In mm. my humble opinion, somebody who is over the age, mm, I'd say 45. I mean, I figure that's an old head because they act no. like old heads. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, some of them do. Some of them do, Alexis, because like Mark Henry, yeah. he be acting like an old head. Booker T be acting like an old head. You see what I'm saying? It's only a few of them that's in that that 40 range that either they still wrestling and they ain't acting like a jackass or they ain't been wrestling, but they at least get the kids. They they give the younger people a chance. They ain't trying to they ain't trying to start no shit. But like um, you know what Mark I, Henry was doing with Leo Rush. And I I ain't no big fan of Leo Rush, but that shit went right. No, it's it's not just um I was just thinking, he's like, hey, just 48. I'm just like, hey, okay, just just want to make sure. Not everybody. Just, just, uh, well, can we give a good example? Jeff Jarrett, since we're talking about Effie. Now, y'all go on Twitter, like Tiff says, and read it. Shout out to Effie. He's putting in all the work. Effie worked with Jeff Jarrett 
earlier, was it earlier this year? Yes, earlier this year. And y'all need to do your homework on Jeff Garrett and maybe whenever I have the time, I'll do a what happened was with Jeff Garrett because Jeff Garrett is, I forgot who said this. They called him one of the most uninteresting wrestlers but he also hold like basically he was an uninteresting wrestler, but he always managed to have the title. And I know we've talked about the reign of terror with Triple H, but Jeff Jarrett's kind of had a reign of terror on his own. WCW is perfectly good example. Uh, TNA that was just nepotism because him and his daddy owned the company. Um, it's crazy, and he, uh, according to Effie. He was supposed to come back and have a rematch with them after people got, you know, they had that match. People were talking about Jeff Jarrett again. And Effie's like, hey, man, you know, come do this match with me. And he's like, oh, yeah, sure. And then Effie never heard back from him. And then the next thing you know, he's showing up not only at the end of the event for Ric Flair's final match, but and Ric Flair's another one. But um, he showed up to Flair's match and he showed up to SummerSlam, but he never got back with Effie, which I think is really fucked up honestly bro you're not not that good of a wrestler you're not i mean it was funny in the early like in when you're in wcw and you were calling people slap nuts and hitting them with a guitar and that was funny when you were watching as a kid but when you go back and you see the shit as an adult you're just like Wow, I forgot he held that title this many times and for this long. (laughs) Wow. And on a personal note, Jeff, you're the one who came back to WWF and you had a problem with Stone Cold Steve Austin saying Austin 316 and that whole thing that they were doing and you're like well i'm a christian and this offends me and i'm just like okay whatever but you don't seem to to really mind being the christian when word on the street is you were fucking kurt angle's first wife when they were still married behind kurt's back little miss karen jarrett Mm mm-hmm but that's not either near or here, here or there. But that's just word on the street, though. Y'all out here sleeping with each other's wives. Y'all out here being What the fuck is going on around? That's nasty. And it's funny because she got with them when he was back in uh, an impact. And I'm not, and I'm not body shaming anybody. But there's like when you're up here. Like, they're making the divorce part of the storyline. Kurt Angle looks completely uncomfortable with it. And then you want to do photo shoots the way that the knockouts would do photo shoots. What? That's all I'm going to leave it at. That's all I'm going to leave it at. She's Mm. out here, titties out. Like, how old is she now? She's 49? Okay, well, she wasn't that old. But, like, she was she was really thinking she was some hot shit and I'm just like mm, okay okay you I, I never really thought anybody would be this desperate to be Michelle McCool but here we are Jesus Christ 
but yeah, just just he he's not that interesting. And I mean, shout out to him; he's in amazing shape. And I know we talked about that. Great, um, but honestly, man, you're you're not that great of a wrestler. You never were. What the hell is that? Who sent me this? Fucking Nikita Lion. Don't send me this shit. Hmm, okay. Jeff Jarrett is just... You know, like, I always try to say some people are my favorite mid-carter. He's my favorite Z-lister. Ooh. Like, you know, always around, sort of, when you need him. Um, you know, he's always good to, like, you know, get a bag, get a, pick up a check or whatever, but he will always be the okay. Like, and I think that bothers, and I think, that, and to Effie's point, love Effie, is a lot, and that's what bothers a lot of, I don't want to say a lot, but some of those people uh, within that generation who don't, who don't have the name that some people, some others do, of the, like, don't have, like, the backing behind them, like, some of their counterparts or the gravitas, and it bothers them, because they know that they still are going to have to get these indie bookings for years and years to come, and still have to show up to these fucking cons, and sign these autographs, and do all these fun shit, because they know that their quote-unquote work was never as much as it was for competitor counterparts, so they're salty about it. And then they take it out on the newer generation, especially those who are um, within the indies who are able to be just as successful, especially monetary-wise, as they are, or even more, not even having a quote-unquote big platform. Or being on like a big company. And that's all I want to say about Jeff Jarrett. Well, he's just salty. He's he's uber salty. We ain't gonna sentence everybody at once instead of sentencing individually. We're gonna move on. Okay. So mm-hmm. we're still in the old heads, okay? And I just feel like Booker T, it's your turn. Okay, you and your jacked up edges and your and your lisping, thick ass tongue. We be tired of your shit. I'm just gonna give it to you straight. We tired of your shit. Because one thing about it is you have no problem simping for all of the mediocre white people be in the ring wrestling but you give the black people all the hell in the world and some of them be some of the best wrestlers they got I think I don't understand why you and Sam why I got such a problem with the black and it's all it's literally just the black girls okay it's just the girls you know, it's always Bianca or Naomi when Naomi's out there you're like oh she just too nice we don't need a nice wrestler. You do it to Biggie, you do it to Kofi, Xavier. They they nice. They too nice. Well, everybody can't walk around with a fucking cape on and a and a crown and you know let Vince McMahon say nigga to their face. We they don't they not gonna be able to do that. Mm. You know, 
everybody ain't gonna be able to do that. So, you know, some of us like being able to show that we are multifaceted, right? We like to be able to prove that we are not one dimensional, okay? Mm -hmm. Now here's the thing, here's the thing. One thing that I know for sure is that Biggie doing exactly what he should be doing, okay? When that little boy was on Twitter with his father sitting in that chair and his daddy gave him that Big E toy, his face lit up. That was the happiest that child had been. It was so cute. And Big E was throwing pancakes and sitting in the ring with his legs spread wide with a big ass grin on his face the whole time that he did it. But he was able to do it. And that child, and you know why he picked him? Because he looked like him. That's the point. But see, your monkey ass don't understand it. And I don't get it. I don't get it. I'm not telling you you got to go advocate for all the black people. That ain't what I'm saying. All I'm saying is give the black people they just do. Stop acting like you got to be the one to hold the keys to the kingdom. Because when it was your motherfucking ass in there wrestling and it was your time, Triple H was burying your ass. You had a match. What was it at? WrestleMania? They knew your ass wasn't going to win. They knew your ass wasn't going to win. They knew you wasn't going to win. And he was in the ring calling you boy and shit. You a grown man. But that didn't matter, right? Because you was paying your dues, right? But because these kids are coming behind you, they don't have to pay the same dues you don't. But what you don't understand is it's because you laid the groundwork so that they don't have to. That's the way it's supposed to be, fam. If you don't believe that, you a damn fool. What you think the people who came before you did? You, you know, I noticed with Booker, and I, I'm just annoyed with him because he is really just reaching. He's one of the old heads that want the good old days to be back. But again, as I said before, Booker, those good old days, guys were walking around with guns in your locker room. And if you even looked at them wrong, they would probably shut your ass. Let's just be 100%. Correct. But here on C that. with CTE and all sorts of other shit. Yeah. So unhinged as fuck. Right. So high as shit, drunk as shit, probably, you know, whatever. But I noticed it's you will come after Bianca. You will come after Naomi. You really seem to want to run your mouth. But I know for a fact if Montez and Doc has rolled up to your house or rolled up to you in person, because Montez ain't the kind of guy who's going to let somebody, no matter who the fuck you are, talk shit about his wife, kayfabe or not. Because I'd have a big fucking problem. But why are you all. But it's funny, the only people you seem to write for. Are the people who went to your wrestling school, i.e., Ember Moon, mm, and she's a shitty human being, Athena, whatever the fuck she's calling herself these days, I don't fucking know, and I don't care. But you never go after her. You always praise her for doing the bare minimum, yeah. the fucking bare minimum. And Tiff and Nicole and Janae and Dawn, they have always said represent representation matters. She could have represented a big chunk of a community that always gets, you know, shit on because just the way they look. But she wants to be a shitty ass person. But you'll praise her for doing the bare minimum. Meanwhile, here's Bianca, fucking went to went to a went to UT, was a star on track, 
She's a star now. She never does anything to get her ass in trouble. Sasha and Naomi stood up for their rights, what they think is right. And guess what? They ended up proving WWE right, which I think is hilarious. But you'll dog them every fucking chance you get, but you'll kiss Amber's ass. Hmm. What the fuck is up with that, Booker? See, this is why Stevie Ray was always the better member of Harlem Heat. I said what I fucking said. Period. Mandy Rose always jumping in a fucking ring with no shoes on. Why are you wearing them heels then, bitch? She took her <laughs> shoes off. She always takes her shoes off. Oh, sorry, I know we're talking about this, but this fucking annoys me so she much. They running there with them can't. heels on. Don't wear them heels down to the fucking ring and you know you gotta do a spot, bitch. Sorry. I, I just I don't understand why a lot of these old heads, especially Booker and Mark Henry, why instead of like reflecting, because again, I said this before, I will always remember Chad and MVP watching Kofi win the title at Mania, and these men were crying because they they would have never gotten that back then. And they're happy to see it. And it's like, meanwhile, you got Booker T like just be like, Oh, he needs to act like a thug. You need to shut the fuck up, Booker. How about that? Don't shut the And not only that, like, how much MVP has done to try to elevate so many people back there, especially, yeah. like, especially women, especially um, people of color, especially black, um, specifically black people. So it's yeah. like, it's like, what is your problem? Like, MVP is doing what you were supposed to be doing. Thanks. But you MVP. really want people to kiss your ass. Yeah. And he's out there like, listen, like I'm trying to make sure everything's set up for the next venture or for my kids so my kid can see more <clears throat> diversity and whatnot, especially within wrestling because his son loves wrestling. And so it's like, like, so what, what are you doing? So it's like, what are you gaining? And again, it's like, he'll, he always got something to say about um, Athena or Ember, but you know, she's Coon Central herself. So it's like, hello. Just want to know how that, how that, um, how that motherfucking, uh, how's that, how's that working out for you over there in uh, AEW? Oh, she's on she's on dark elevation last time. Oh, I oh, that's that's unfortunate. Mm. You know, that's all that funny. Everybody was rushing it to be known and to get all this shit, get all these accolades, and blah 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 blah, and to show go somewhere he can be seen and they can be heard and all this stuff. And it's like, look, he had to do was have patience. I tried mm-hmm. to tell him they don't listen. They're probably kicking themselves in the ass now, but so let's go on to Glenn Jacobs. Let's see gonna take up a lot of time. Now your bald headed ass been on the internet acting a damn fool ever since you done become mayor. You done you done run around here and done sold no soul to the Republicans, which I have the sneaking suspicion that your monkey ass always been like this, and you just waited till the you became a politician to let it all this shit out. But the shit you put out on the internet, yeah, hmm. 
is such misinformation. I don't like how, again, like change your political party, change it to um, Republican because as bullshit that you're running and are holding an office as a libertarian, but you are not doing, but not a single part, nothing about your policies or your stances or anything is a libertarian. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Hold up. Back it up. Back it up. He he ran as a libertarian. He is a he is re- he's mm-hmm. a libertarian. Yep. But to get on, mind. he ran as a libertarian. But uh, I'm ready to rest this motherfucker. He uh, ran as a libertarian on the Republican side of things, which one of these things are not like the other. That is like, absolutely ridiculous. Like you are an it what? Look, I thought you knew this. I, no, yes. I thought he I ran as a Republican. No. I thought he ran as a Republican. That's why I got a no. lot of problems with him. But also, it's at the same time I feel like this is should this is more Alexis' wheelhouse because in case people don't know by following our um Twitter, Alexis actually um resides within Knox County. So unfortunately, mm-hmm. um. Kane is, or Glenn Jacobs, or the fuck his name is, is mayor. her fuck mayor. Off. She calls so, mayor. Fuck off. <laughs> these are um, issues that directly affect her, affect her family, friends, and whatever. This is Within, this, it's, it's so ridiculous to me that he ran as a libertarian. His friend I thought she knew that. No, yes. it's fucked up. Just to say you fucking even... repu- just say you run in a republic as a republican. You. You're running in Tennessee. Might as well. What, just yeah, say, pretty much. Because he's a fucking idiot. Like, look, I know a lot of this stuff that I'm going to touch on is going to affect Knox County because I'm going to be banned by this man on Twitter one way, shape, or form. And I know he's probably going to send people shit. up to my house one day. He'll but, do shit. but I'm probably going to be like, oh, fucking big red machine too afraid to come fight a woman? Okay. I see how it is. Um... <clears throat> he sent out that very, very tasteless tweet about the Ukrainian people when Russia invaded. Really think, because he's one of those fucking Trump, like Trump bots. That's what I start calling him. They're, he's a fucking Trump bot. He's, he's tweeted out that very, you can find it on Twitter because Adam Page, and this is why we stand Adam Page in this house, came and got his shit came and got him together and then he dropped links on how you could help ukrainian people that's what you're supposed to do adam page is a wrestler he's not a politician but he did more in that tweet than you've done for knox county in the last four years that you've been here Ooh, child you ain't did nothing for the knox county but you you worried about what's going on in ukraine and well, you need to be worried about keeping your job honey you need to worry well, about what's going, going inside your own house instead of worrying about the fucking neighbors okay unfortunately he won re-election which i'm very disappointed in knox county for and it was a very close race and i wish he had lost and then it was the roe versus wade thing where he's like oh we get to protect children i'm gonna get on your ass for that children Trust this, and believe. Okay, wait. let me let's get this so we talked about this before right mm, yeah but I'm, I'm curious i just want to understand okay what? So like I like we said before, they say that the, the kids that are have not even had a heartbeat yet, they're children. Okay, so all of the sperm that's swirling around in your rusty ass dug nutsack 
our children too. And yet you expel them by hand on a weekly basis, I'm sure, unless you fucking your wife, which that is a disgusting thing for me to think about. And I really, I shouldn't have said that, but that's not the point. The point is- considered cannibalism at that point? Girl, yeah. and that ain't right. You didn't have to say that shit. Okay. Yeah, and that's a little <laughs> no. too far. You ain't, you ain't oh, really? right there. Okay. So, I'm just saying, like, you don't have no problem spilling out your balls, but you mad because the girls is trying to take care of themselves, especially if they are, you know, assaulted sexually, especially if they are raped. You know, those kinds of things come into play. And when you just make a decision, oh, we're going to throw this way. And then you go on Twitter and you say ignorant shit like that. I just want to know why you guys don't make laws for you. How come y'all can't just snip your dick? That'll stop a lot of pregnancies. You know, it'll stop a lot of people from running around, you know, having abortion. I'm just, I'm just curious as to why you don't cut it off at the problem. You know, get the scissors and snip, 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 bitch. Why you, why you, why you also, down And also at this point, it's like, okay, do you believe that? So, and this woman, love her, bless her. And she's like, again, um, a lot of smart women are finding holes in these, um, in these, in these laws. And she was in the carpool lane and she got pulled over and they said, well, it's just you in here. Why are you in a clog for one? She's like, I'm pregnant. She's like, doesn't that count for a baby? That well, was a fucking power move. Genius. Power that move. So genius. that's what I'm saying. Just start doing shit like that because it's like, you sound stupid. Okay. And then when, and then say, okay, you're forcing these women to have these babies and take care of them. Well, they should immediately should start being able to get child support. That baby's a baby, correct? Yep. If we're going yep. by their logic. Yep. Yep. And then also government assistance should start early because technically it's a baby, so she has to take care of that baby. Thanks. Yep. It's going to be a lot of lawsuits, honey. Mm-hmm. And now all, <laughs> now all of a sudden, I think it's funny not to get off topic, but now I think it's funny that all of a sudden the guys, like the light bulbs are fuck finally, like the hamsters have finally woke up and the wheel's starting to turn and they're starting to be like, oh shit, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, your fault, nigga. Shit. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I really don't. All I'm saying is, when you might want to, uh, you might want to fall back a little bit. You know, you shouldn't be worrying about the Ukrainian people. You should be more concerned with the people that need help. Their homes are being bombed. They're being assassinated on their own land. And all you could think about is to tweet out some sick bullshit on your Twitter from the safety of your home. You know, that that's where I'm I'm a little lost at. You have no concern for human life that is actually being spilled. Blood is being spilled on the ground for some shit that don't have nothing to do with nothing. Oh, he don't care about the people of Knox County either. So he why doesn't... are you why are you even like wh- why would you do but you care about the unborn babies? We have to protect the human life, but you don't care about the lives that are here. Mm-hmm. You don't give a shit about it. I mean, y'all are cutting government assistance. You're destroying the, the 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 free lunch programs all across the country. Cutting them. Y'all know some of these kids, this is the only thing these kids eat. I was a free lunch program kid when I was a kid. So I know that it was true. 
sometimes you go to school and that's the only thing you could eat. Because my parents didn't always have a way to, to feed. It was five of us. Let's keep it real. I remember they had five kids with my dad. Jesus. And it was hard. It was hard for them. We lived in the projects. On Saturdays during the summer, they had the free lunch program. You can go get a box lunch around 12 o'clock. All five of us would walk over to the CMHA building and go get the lunch. And on some weeks, some months, that was all we would have to eat unless my dad could come up with something for all of us to eat. Throughout the day, we not eating, we not running in and out the house eating. That's real shit. And that's not because my parents couldn't take care of us or they were being lazy. Both of my parents had a job. Both of them. But it was rough. So they did what they had to. And that program was there and it, it saved us. Here y'all go talking about, oh, you got to take care of yourself. Here you go. But you want people to keep having fucking babies, though. Your logic it's in a time that we're in a recession, inflation is crazy. And that shit y'all fought too. Mm -hmm. I blame y'all for that shit too. Because the president you be sucking dick for, he knew the shit was coming and he didn't do nothing about it. Now we in the middle of this bullshit. Y'all raising prices on everything. Oh, but <laughs> gotta say those unborn babies. Gotta say the fucking, gotta make sure you can't even feed them. What we gonna feed them? Ain't no fucking formula. And if it's my, if I remember correctly, wasn't it the Republicans that kind of voted against an emergency bill to make sure kids had fucking formula to eat? Because not every yep. woman or not everybody who has a kid, not every person who can get pregnant and have a kid can fucking breastfeed. Formula saved my kid's life because genetically, and it runs in the family, I cannot produce breast milk. My boobs just got really big and they fucking hurt and they never went back down. And I wish they would now because I'm tired of this shit. But like, Glenn, I'm not even going to call you Mayor Jacobs because you don't fucking deserve the title. I call you the R word, but my mama raised me better than that. So I'm not. I'm just going to call you the big red fucking idiot because that's what you fucking are. You... We have monkeypox in Knox County. And I'm not trying to get on any, like, vote for me. No, I'm not trying to do that. School started in Knox County last, like, this week. We have several cases of monkeypox that have been reported That's in insane. Knoxville. Your fucking county, we have fucking monkeypox. And you ain't said a damn <clears> thing. But you on here on Twitter crying because Trump got fucking raided yesterday, which I think is great. And the fall is going to continue. I want to know where the hell you were on January 6th, because I know for a damn fact, when we needed you here for fucking monkeypox, you were down in Nashville for a WWE event. They got booed. Why the fuck? Yeah, they got booed. They you booed the shit booed. out of them. As you fucking should, because Nashville is the only part of. I wish we had moved to Nashville, because that is the only Democratic place in this in this state. But it is slowly turning. You don't give a fuck about kids, because at the height of COVID, when teachers needed help because no one was listening to them, and one of your platforms was education and helping teachers. Where the fuck are you? You're here fighting against teachers. 
you don't want kids wearing masks to school because you're so far into this bullshit. Oh, it makes it easier for them to be kidnapped. What the fuck, Glenn? That's just my child. My child is a student in Knox County Schools, and I was scared shitless. And then you fucking take away like virtual, like the virtual option for kids to go to school. Virtual suck, but you know what? If I had to do it again, I understood I have to do it because I have to keep my kids fucking safe. Because assholes like you who claim they worry about kids, you fucking don't. And you don't even care about the people of Knox County either. Because you know why? You don't fucking care about fucking med- uh, mental health. You've cl- we don't have anywhere for these people to go. Hospitals are overfilled with COVID and patients who have nowhere else to go, but they're schizophrenic or they're bipolar or they're so close to ending themselves they have nowhere else to go except to UT. UT is overbooked. That hospital is filled to the brim. Because we have nowhere else. No one who has met the, the people who need mental help, mental help, they have nowhere to go. But because you don't believe in that shit, you don't believe in helping them. And our homeless problem, which you seem to be so high up on, why don't you fucking do something to help them instead of put, putting, ooh, sorry, I'm stuttering, I'm getting angry. Instead of putting rocks under bridges and fucking with the homeless, little homeless shanties that are set up downtown, why don't you and your bag of fucktards get together and start helping homeless people? Because I'm telling you, the mental health and homeless thing has a correlation to it, you dumb motherfucker. Big facts. You want to sit up here and say you're doing the best for Knox County? You can lick my asshole. Oh, shit. And then you had, and then you had that fucking cut. Marjorie Taylor Greene in Knoxville and you were down here for a fucking fundraiser kissing her ass. Any respect and I never grow up to meet your heroes. That's the only fucking thing I'm saying. And you, you were the smartest guy in the fucking locker room? (laughs) You, out of every single one of those motherfuckers back there in the locker room, you were the smartest one. (laughs) I got that's some questions. Okay. That's I a want, damn I want to say the R word so bad, but again, my mom raised me better than to say it, and I am not going to stoop to that son of a bitch's level. You have made Knox County unbearable. At one point, Knox County had the highest infections of COVID-19, and you didn't do jack shit. When we could have been on a lockdown, you refused because you're like... Well, see, then this is where he pulls a libertarian card. Well, see, libertarians believe this is how I think Kane actually talks. Look, libertarians actually believe that government shouldn't be effect- affecting people's lives and they can do what they want. People were dying, Glenn. People were fucking dying. Over 10,000 people in Knox County alone fucking died from COVID, you stupid asshole. I caught it. And I lived in fear every day that my diabetic husband and my child were going to get it. But I bet you, you got that fucking vaccine. You just don't want to tell people. Mm-hmm. They all got it. Not all of them. Some of them actually. Are, oh, my. 
Yeah, some of them actually so. don't have it, but some, but there is quite that. a few that do that did get it. But when Rosemary and all them motherfucking girls were coming for you when you wanted to open your mouth on a situation that I hope none of your kids ever have to be in a situation to go through. He reproduced. He has kids. Step kids, I think. I think they're step kids. But I know he has kids. I'm not sure. I hope anybody, like any woman or anyone who can get pregnant does not have to go through that kind of shit. That you you are just like every other fucking politician in this fucking state. You don't care about anybody but yourself. I want to know where the hell you were on January 6th because your tweets can be tracked, Glenn. Okay, so I hope you are aware of that shit. <laughs> you are not a mayor. You are not a leer. You are a seven foot tall, ugly ass, front tooth missing piece of shit. You missing a tooth? I don't know, but that sounded, I'm mad. I can't think straight <laughs> right now. I know his teeth are fucked up. I know my teeth are fucked up, but his teeth is fucked up. Like they're really You're bad. Right. You think with all the money that he's getting as a mayor, he'd be able to get some dental work done? No. We don't believe in that. But, you know, he doesn't, he, he'll, he'll, but, you know, anytime Vince calls, well, not Vince anymore, but anytime WWE calls, when they're around Nashville, Knoxville, you show up, they trot you out like a fucking show pony. <laughs> and I'm glad people booed your ass. On them badass knees of yours. Them knees toe up, baby. <laughs> you were at fucking Undertaker's thing and fucking, oh my God. I'm so mad that I'm going to have to fucking be under you for another four years. But just know, I'm going to make those years fucking hell for you. Because I, you can block me on Twitter and whatever, but I am a citizen of Knox County. And as long as me and my family live here, I'm going to be your worst fucking nightmare bet on that shit. And there's a lot of... And there's a lot of people who feel the same fucking way. Go check his tweet. Go check his Twitter. Look at the comments. They're all like, they're basically saying, fuck you. And they play promos from like WWE when he was getting roasted by The Rock. (laughs) I'm just like that. This is gold. Can we all be friends? Like, seriously. Can we all be fucking friends on this? (laughs) Oh, I just... Oh, wrestlers should never be politicians. Jesse Ventura was a very prime example of that shit. Now he's fucking crazy too. Yeah. All he's always been a That's why you don't listen to wrestlers. All them bumps they be taking. Okay. Don't be listen. Don't don't listen to people who willingly. And I mean this in the best possible. And this including for wrestlers, I really like to respect. Please grain of salt do not take all this advice or do not do this from people who willingly take bumps to the head on a daily basis and especially from those in generation who did nothing but shoot each other asses up with roids and drink excessively and get doped up on pills because that's even worse i mean 
the simplest explanation for him is that he just he wanted to be important. And he decided that being a politician was the best way that he could be important. You're not you're not doing anything different from any other politician that has ever been mayor, senator, representative, none of that. You run on a bullshit platform, you never complete the task, or you ensure to destroy everything that's in your path for your own personal gain. And on that, like that's shitty behavior. But what I find is that it all come back to you somehow. So you keep on. And all the people that you have hurt in the process or left in the wake, you're going to end up eating them words that you was talking. All that shit you're talking about the FBI raiding Trump and Mar-a-Lago, they raided him because the motherfucker's a crook. He's been a crook since the day he set foot in the world, okay? From the day he was born, boom, criminal, okay? And you align yourself with this fool, you're going to go down too. Everybody that align themselves with this motherfucker going down. All of y'all. It may not be now. It may not be tomorrow. But your ass is going down. You're going to bow at one point. Now, you can sit up here and keep running your mouth on Twitter because that's what Donald Trump did. So you're following in your daddy's footsteps. Live your best life. Keep sucking on the orange peen if you want to. It ain't going to do nothing but end up fucking you in the ass in the end, which I'm pretty sure you like. Okay? So, do you, honey. But if you keep on fucking around, Alexa says she got some focus. <laughs> she is not playing with no ass. And all y'all that's in Knoxville, y'all need to vote his ass out. I mean, he can't come around no more after this. I don't think. I don't think. I don't know, but Knoxville, go. vote his ass out. Go, well, it was, and the thing was, it came down to it so fucking, but unfortunately, he's a fucking celebrity. And people, 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 just, people want the novelty because they're just like, oh, wrestlers are mayor. <laughs> that's not that's not attractive. That's not fun. That's stupid. Like, look at his character. He was a complete psychopath. <laughs> Rest, I'm still surprised Shane was able to have kids after he fucking electrocuted his balls. What? I'll leave Shane out of that. He ain't do nothing. Mm. I said I'm surprised he was able to have kids. <laughs> oh no, I just that he he irritates me. I oh, used to think God. Shane McMahon was so hot when I was younger. You're yeah. out of your mind. You're no. out of your mind. Yeah. He used he used to sweat profusely. It was he like the thought of walking around made him perspire. It was so weird. And he was pasty white. And then he would sweat and he would glisten. It was it was so gross. Why, Nicole? What was it? I don't know. Honestly. <laughs> he has a good face. It has nothing. Yes, we know he fucking sweats a lot. But also, he probably has a condition, and he can't help that, because one of my best friends also has um, a gland issue very similar to that with her hands. I won't say her name, because she she doesn't like it. Um, So I understood that. I did not see this season. What is wrong with me? 
What season? Season five of My Hero. Like, I didn't realize I did not watch this. Mm. There's a little face with little Tweety Bird lips. It was just... Uh-uh. He was the only cute. one. The only one who got any remotely good looks was Stephanie. <laughs> um, just they said she ain't pretty either. I mean, I Triple H married her, so I think I mean, Steph yeah, is pretty. Well, she had I mean, she had a she had a grow into her face though. Yeah, yeah. She I had always thought Stephanie was pretty. She I had remember. a grow into her future. She looks better as she aged. Yes. I remember and like she aged very well. This is just the best thing to ever say when I tell when I tell Harley when she gets older, it's like, hey, you know, I'm not trying to talk you out of it, but you know, when you go back and you look about how you dress, some of this is not gonna age well. And I, I still can't get over Stephanie coming out there with like super crimped hair from like dressed in early two thousands with the hair and the boots pushed like, up. And I'm just like real hey, long trend. Welcome, Keith. It's on trend now, like hair. All the girls is walking around with their hair like that glitter. Them, um, them crimpy waves. That's why my hair like got all fucked up because I just used to crimp my hair all the time. Ugh. Yeah. Right. Still smell it. Ugh. It was in style for a little bit. Now it's starting to slowly get back in style. I'm very happy that Indie Sleaze is getting back into (laughs) style. Probably because I still kind of still dressed in in that sense still at my mm-hmm. age, but I'm very very happy that that's like cycling in itself because I like how it's not so polished and I feel like for Y2K especially with like some and it's just me like some kids like trying to recreate it, I feel like it could be like so expensive. <sighs> okay, cat. I don't know why you're screaming at me. Um, All right. So we need to. Rick Flair yeah. had his last match. So then he did that, something like he pissed some people off, though, which was I think it was kind of funny. Listen, I'm all for you living your best life, but at this point, you're in your seventies, and it's just time for you to hang it up. That's not for Rick Flair. That's for everybody. That is for everybody across the board. I feel like at some point. You have to you have to stand to the side, right? Like you're not going to be able to live in that moment forever. The body does not work that way. It does not go in reverse. It goes forward, and it's only going to be able to take so much damage. So, like all of y'all that was around in the '90s and the 2000s, and even in the 2010s, it's like, damn, we ain't gonna sit your ass down. Jesus, man. Like, and I'm I'm not even trying to be rude, but like, come on, Ray. Like, Let's I ain't saying shit against you. Like, you you can hang with the best of it. You can you hang really with can. the people now. You really can. I'm not shitting on it. I'm just saying, like, I done seen you wrestle Finn Balor and Damian Priest seven times within the last two months. Well, like at least four of them was um out of tag was in tag team. And then you wrestled like in like three times, or it was twice, and then you wrestled Damien once. Like it's a lot. And then we, y'all moving in the as a unit with Dom, and it's just like so. My question is this: 
how do you plan on making Dominic a certified superstar if all he's going to be doing is riding on the, the coattails of your balls? Because that child began his ass whooped by Rhea Ripley for the last three weeks. And in my mind, you know, I know we had a thing with toxic masculinity and canon, but let's just keep it real. If my son is getting dragged by a bitch who weighs the same as him, she is the same height as him, I'm going to tell him to whoop her ass. I'm sorry. Y'all can come at me. Y'all can call me all types of names. I don't give a goddamn. Okay? You're not going to be whooping my son's ass every single week. And he can't do nothing to you because you're a woman. It looks uh -uh. like y'all got the same strength. Y'all got the same height, body mass, everything. What the fuck can Dominic do to you that she can't do? Nothing. All y'all hold on the same level. If she can hit him, I'm sorry he should be able to hit her back. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. And Ray Stereo, I know that this is all a story, but goddamn. Okay, your son getting owned on television every week. Bitches is whooping his How ass. How come no one's called Beth? I don't know. She might show up in Toronto. Yeah. They're supposed to fight in Toronto. Uh, in two weeks, they're going to be in Toronto. And Damian Priest supposed to fight Edge in Toronto. But it's just, it's just, it's just something about that, that always concerns me. I just feel like that little mullet been getting dragged. It's just getting tore up. She be tearing yeah. out your edges and tearing out. Like, you know what, what makes me mad? Is like, how come mom on the cereal hasn't gotten into it? Like this woman out here, this woman assaulted your daughter. She's beating up your ho she's beating up your son. Bitch, so real talk, off. she gonna get her ass too. You oh, see what she did to her daughter? I mean, look, look, you lay hands on my kid. I'm fucking swinging on you, whether you're a man, woman, or whatever. Rhea Ripley mug the fuck out of Ray Mysterio's daughter. Now I give the bitch props for going up in front of her and being like, hey. You need to get your ass up out of here. Rita Ripley took her hand and palmed her head like a basketball and said, move, bitch. And threw Dominic that and drove Dominic out the room. I'm like, is y'all serious? This is and then she come out there, still got on her lucrative, running after her father. Father get put through the table. She telling her, "Go away, bitch! You don't, you can't say nothing to this woman, nothing, because you literally just got sunned on national TV. There's nothing you could do at this point. Your little words ain't gonna stop her from doing what she wants to do. She literally whooped your your brother's ass on multiple occasions and done put your daddy through a table. So there ain't nothing you could do. What the fuck are you gonna do? I saw I saw something online about like I'm not even gonna mention it. Everyone, I'll tell you off camera, or I'll tell you we're not recording. The mix. No, I just, like I get it. It was cool when Dominic came out and he was able to like you know wrestled with his dad, and we're like, okay, cool. So when's he gonna go into NXT? <clears throat> and he's not in NXT, and I'm just like, bro, I get That's it. Your dad, I get it. Your dad is one of the best luchadors to ever fucking walk the planet who not only is a legend in Mexico and all over the world but he was one of the very few who could come into WWE and still have a very long career and still be used like 
because we've said it luchadors they fucking like they wash out in wwe because wwe don't know what to do with them yeah, that was motherfucking Vince's fault. Yeah, well, at that point, we, you know, whatever. But, like, it, but we're getting off the subject. Ray, I love you, man. You've put on some great fucking matches from my childhood. Some of your gear is just fucking classic. The fucking phantom gear that you had, I would buy that off you if I had the fucking money and hang it in my room. Cause that was like, that is one of my favorite gears, but you got it. You got it. You got to hang it up, man. You got to hang it up. And you got to let Dominic go down to NXT. Cause he ain't much of a threat. If you letting a bitch stomp him out every fucking week. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm, I'm saying. saying. That's all I, I'm saying. I, I just want to say that I've been saying for a very long time that Ray needs to pack it up. You have. I've been saying that for almost two years now. That's true. And no one listened to me. Well, I honestly now, thought, and now everybody was that. now everybody wants to say something now. I'm like, no. I honestly thought, no, Nicole. I honestly thought that, like, after he got the cover of Two K Twenty Two, and that he was like the main guy for the showcase, that was kind of like them getting ready to send him off. But I oh, fuck, he's still here. I mean, he doesn't have to wrestle full time. He could be a wrestler. He could be a manager for Dominic down in NXT. I really feel like now at the time when he came back, I was happy that he was there. I was happy that he was there. I wanted to see what they was going to do with him. When I saw that it was becoming more and more repetitive, I was like, okay, now we in a territory where it's not getting better. It's not improving. Nicole wanted to nix it from the beginning, okay? And yeah. I was like, well, I was like, wait, let's wait and see what they're going to do. Like, he's not going to get another title run. So, you know, maybe him and his son can be tag team together, and then that'll be it. And I thought after they dropped the tag team titles that it was going to kind of start, that was going to be their way of transitioning him out. No, but they didn't. They decided to continue on, and he's still going. So everybody had a time frame of when they feel like people should and shouldn't retire. I wasn't saying Nicole was wrong. I just felt like that to me. He didn't have to retire at the time, but she's I right. Did. I'm not not going to tell her she wasn't wrong. She was right, but I just I liked seeing him there. I didn't have a problem with him there. I did. So I. I'm just at the point now where I don't have a problem with the nostalgia. I have an issue with how it's used. <laughs> and in a sense, that is also another form of gatekeeping because you take up more time on television than any of the new people that are trying to get in. So the guys like Dexter Loomis, for instance, which we just saw him, like they- Very okay. happy that he's back. So here, here's love, why I love the stability, the stability, stability of that angle. They Fantastic. did it so well. It was just done so well. Everybody was just talking about how we're, we're talking to Kevin Owens. There's a fucking car crash in the back. We're all trying to figure out what is going on. Right. Not to mention <laughs> that car crash was so over. I've never seen a car crash be more over in my entire life. <laughs> like, what is happening? 
we're all sitting here looking at this shit. The ref, the, the fucking security is running out. After the second time they go back there, they're towing the car this time. They're talking to, uh, I think it was Bliss and Oscar. And then that's when control comes up. They come in, security guards running. Nobody's saying anything. And we're all sitting here like, what is going on? End of the show, Dexter comes out there. The security guards get him, flips up his damn hoodie. It's Dexter Loomis. And I'm sitting here like, what the fuck just happened? No, no cameras zoomed in on Dexter. You had to be paying attention in order to see it. And then WWE posted the close-up clip of the cameraman being over there, so you really saw him right there. And I'm like, obviously the car crash came from Dexter. It All right. The car crash came from Dexter. That was clear. But the, the problem, I'm like, is this, this was ingenious way to introduce him to the main roster. Dexter's an unconventional character. You can't just debut him on the main roster. You've got to give him a fighting chance. And whoever came up with this shit, you're a fucking genius. It fit you, his character perfectly. Right. And, and also then, people were so, and they use like the legitimate security guards there. Yeah. Yeah. Because you, because like, I was thinking, because like people were on Twitter going, who the fuck is this guy? Like, because they thought it was a legit fan. I thought it was too, because they didn't say nothing. And I thought it was a legit car crash. Because Nikki and, 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 and Piper were out there. And I'm like, maybe Nikki and Piper crashed their car. You know, it, it happens. Whatever. But they kept they, showing it. And I'm just like, something isn't right here. Like, what is going on? I thought it was but, just... I was funny because I wasn't watching Raw, but I was watching like clips on it, and I was asking y'all, like, what the fuck is with is with this car? Like, why is this I car was like legit? Like, because that's what I was thinking. Like, that's and I think some of them are like, we think this is a real uh, accident. I think oh, it was you. I think Tiff. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's yeah a real people accident. and they people online thought it was real accident because that's why they weren't saying nothing. Because nobody then, on 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 the commentary said anything. Well, and you know, when it's a part of a storyline, Corey would have said something. They would have had Jimmy say something. They even would have had Byron say something. Nobody said a fucking thing. Which was, which was perfect. Cause like, cause then like the longer it went on, I saw, I was reading stuff on Twitter and then we'll get back to it. But like, we were reading stuff on Twitter and people were like, you know, if this was a real car accident on WWE. They wouldn't be they wouldn't be having it in the background. They still wouldn't have it there. Like that shit would be they would have like all this shit going on in another part of the arena so that thing could get pulled out. They wouldn't make that a fucking focal point. I'm like, this has to do with something. We all thought it was Rikishi back there again. Like, I mean, the reason why I brought it up is because it's like you have this and then you're still running with Ray and, and Finn for like an 18 minute match. And it's like, I, I am not discrediting what Rey Mysterio brings to the table, but at this point, like, I would imagine, like, the I would keep him around just to bring up Santos and let Santos and him go at it, and then it's then that's it. Like, he, he goes home. And I mean, like, he can transition to producer in the back like the rest of the guys have. I, I'm not saying that he shouldn't be around, but he should not be 
wrestling on television. And like I said, it's another form of gatekeeping. I don't, I don't think that it's done intentionally, but at the same time, it stifles Dominic because the only time I've seen any fire from Dominic is when he pushed Edge Monday. That's the only time. And I saw when he had Edge. that, and when he had that feud with Seth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that was the only time I seen any anything that was like, okay, there's potential here, but potential is just that it's potential. It has to be nurtured in order for it to to grow. And unfortunately for Ray, he is stifling it. He has a massive shadow, no matter how short he is. And I'm not trying to shit on him. I'm just being honest. He has a massive shadow that he casts. And while his son is trying to create his own path in the WWE, he did everything he could do with his father. At this point, it's time for you to just cut the cord, you know, and let him fly, fly, fly free. If you mm-hmm. want to keep him on the main roster, that's fine. But I think he would fare better in NXT too. I think Nicole is 100% right as that with that as well, as is um, Alexis. In NXT, he, it's a younger talent in NXT and everybody is developmental in NXT with the exception of a few. But everybody is developmental in NXT. They'll all be on the same level. And at that point, it gives him an opportunity to, to push forward. And I just, I just... What I want is for some of these old heads to stop holding on so tightly to those reins because it doesn't change what you've already contributed. And I think that's where some of y'all just lose your fucking minds. Like, I, I, I don't I don't get it. What are you trying to prove? That you're still capable? That you can still do this? Because at the end of the day, you're giving us nothing and you're taking away everything. that's all well let's not forget like when that whole thing when brock walked down on smackdown rumors started up that wwe was going to call goldberg in if brock didn't do it and i'm thinking jesus christ why why Um, i mean i'm glad it didn't happen but it's like could you imagine if that was your SummerSlam pay-per-view roman versus goldberg well there was proof that there is a god somewhere and when we talk about old heads we're not talking about just people who used to be a wrestler too we're talking about the people like let's bring it into our thing all the wannabe journalists the dirt sheets oh god brad shepherd is a prime example because apparently he has some shit to say about kevin owens today what did he say um, he let me pull it up. He basically I called him fat. He basically just like fat shamed him. Brad like, it's not even, it's not even worth getting into. Him. He called yeah. him. He Brad looks Shepard. like a walking amoeba. How can right? you call somebody fat? And people are dragging, like people were coming for him, and he's like, "I'm so like basically he's like, I'm so sick that a fat piece of shit like Kevin Owens can come out there." I'm like, "Ace one to no one, I guess." I'm like Kevin Owens. Have you seen this man's wife? Because somehow he managed to get her. I don't know how the fuck he got her, but he got her. No Kevin, sense, Owens has, Kevin Owens has an amazing personality. I totally understand why she loves him. 100%. He has, he has an amazing personality and outside of character, he genuinely is a very down-to-earth type of dude. And he has a kind heart. So I totally get why she's in love with him. He's not a bad looking dude. He's not a bad looking dude. 
But I mean, Brad Shepard looked like Brad Shepard looked like he pissed on his balls. So I don't understand how you could talk about somebody else when you look like you be shoveling fucking cold cuts every day. I don't I don't get it. <laughs> I mean, y'all see my husband, he kind of looks like Kevin Owens, like way he looks and like his body shape. And that's why I put out the tweet because I was like, hey, big guys, just to let you know, you're fucking hot. And I'm like, you really up your body shaming a man. And it's like, you didn't. Are you just just mad that you had two shitty matches and figured you just can't wrestle? So you're just going to wrestle on people? Yeah. Two shitty ass matches. He was horrible. You can Sounds find like a Brian YouTube. Alvarez. Sounds like a Brian Alvarez. A birds of a feather. That's all I can say. Hey, but him, Meltzer, like all those guys, they can fucking go too. Because it's funny, I got this thing on my phone from like, because Google sends me stuff and it's like Meltzer writing, like, is Tony Khan panicking? And I'm like, oh, yeah, probably. Man. What yeah, the world is, is hell freezing over? He's, he's yeah. worrying about Tony Khan and AEW. Mm-hmm. Wow. And it's just um, like, um, it, I mean, half the time you guys fucking lie and your sources are wrong. And honestly, if I was a wrestler who was their, their secret source, I would give them so much bullshit just to make them look like an asshole. I really fucking would. What do they do? <laughs> Like, I would just have, like, me and, like, five people be like, all right, what'd you tell them this week? All right, this is what I'm going to tell them this time. <laughs> some like, of y'all, yeah. you know what's funny to me is that some of y'all really, y'all really be upset that people be winning. Like, you mad about Kevin Owens being probably now getting his just due, okay? Because that is, this is the start of Kevin Owens' drive back to the top of the mountain, okay? Because after his match with Ezekiel, it's KO's going back to old school KO. Okay. Which I'm happy with. Which is where he should be. That's fine. But I like both versions of Kevin. I like the humorous Kevin and I like the, the home wrecking, I'm going to destroy everything Kevin. I hope you guys are enjoying the roast sessions. This is a pretty long one. We go off on a bit of a tangent during this roast sessions, but as always we're just having a good time and we're just trying to make sure that we give you guys the best that we can um if you guys have a specific wrestler or a specific producer old head new head any of that that you want us to roast and you're looking forward to hearing us roast then send us a message on twitter or you can always hit me up on instagram at Design tv too my page is open. You can always send me a DM there. You can always DM us on Instagram at D4TC underscore podcast or on Twitter. You can DM us at down for the count 19. Please excuse my husband in the background. But if you guys want a specific person that you want us to roast, please do not hesitate to hit us up. Or if you're listening to us on Anchor, you can always hit us up on Anchor as well. With all that being said, I hope you guys enjoy the rest of the roast sessions and I'll see you guys in there. I like both. But, like, you're really mad that things are improving and that this guy, probably one of the best talents on the roster, character and ring skill included, is finally getting his just due. You're mad about that. And you can't even lace his boots? Are you kidding me? Hmm. That's where you go. So you go to the fact that he's fat. You know what? That that's one thing that I can't stand being another being a fat person myself is that you don't have shit else on me. Nothing. 
But the only thing you know how to do is the weakest fucking read you can come up with is to call me fat. And you think for a minute that that gets under my skin because I see myself in the mirror every day. Sure, sure. You're able to call me fat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Of course. But that's the only but thing I'm not, you can... I'm not on the internet trying to shop around my shitty podcast because no fucking platform will take me. That nobody's trying, that nobody will pick up. Nobody mm-hmm. wants to hear it. Nobody wants to listen to it. I'm not a failed journalist still trying to make a name for myself in the industry that I ruined myself, okay? I will fuck my career over, but you're worried about the fact that I'm fat. Yeah. Have fun continuing to fuck your hand every day, bitch. How about that? Let's let's, let's leave it right there. Mm. That shit is trash. If you're going to read, at least go somewhere where it's plausible. That man makes money every single day to take care of his family. He's on television every single day looking the way that he looks. And even in spite of your bullshit, he still is inspiring others that don't have that conventional look. Everybody's not going to look like fucking Bobby Lashley. Okay? Which (laughs) you shouldn't want to. Okay? Jesus Christ. Everybody's not going to look like Lashley or Randy Orton or Riddle. You shouldn't want to look like that. I miss Randy too. Everybody's not gonna look like them. Like, okay, so my husband is a Period. bigger guy. Shout out to Kim Wharton. Yeah. <laughs> like my I fucking a, love her so much. My my husband's a bigger <laughs> guy. And he loves KO and he loves McFoley because the joke was he used to really like the wrestlers who look like they shouldn't be wrestlers. Right. And when he saw Kevin Owens he automatically just really started liking him because he's a bigger guy. He's a smart ass, just like my husband. I swear to God, I literally married a a copy of fucking KO. Um, (laughs) He's an asshole. He really, I mean, he can really hurt you. Like he'll hurt your feelings if you really piss him off. I've seen him do it. But his big thing was just like, he never saw anyone like him. Like he's not like big, big, but he's got a belly you know, and you either saw guys who were built like Lashley and Riddle and all them, Roman, or you had the guys who looked like they're out of shape and they weren't supposed to be there. He's a huge Mick Foley fan. And I think that's why, because Foley wasn't really built to look like a wrestler back in the heyday either. Foley Foley was just Foley. And so when he sees fucking Kevin Owens, even in his late 30s, he's just like, shit there's someone like me on tv right and he's nxt champ and he's on the main roster and he's being shown on tv and he's actually one of the top guys like that was that he you could tell he was very excited by that the OS be shitting on ko too and they shit on Sami Zayn, which i, I love Sami. Sami Zayn is is like the best version of what a wrestler should be. Like, he just genuinely is a kind-hearted, nice person. Of all of his time in WWE, he has not gotten in any type of trouble. Kevin included. Yep. Nothing. Because you know why? They show up, they do their thing, and then they go home and do and with their families. And Sammy's always doing some kind of charity. He's doing that uh, aid for Syria thing still. Yeah, and he has, like, like um, those, what are those, those many bands on the ground in Syria still? 
Yeah. Because they're still fighting there. And he does all that stuff. And every time he asks for, like, donations to help out, it surpasses the amount that, like, he, like, he's like, I just, he's like, if you guys could get us to a thousand dollars, that would be great. Like, three hours later, he goes, holy shit, what, you guys got me to ten thousand dollars? Like, because, yeah, if you're a nice person, I mean, I'm broke as shit half the time. If I had, like, when I have the money, I'll do it. But it's just, like, that goes, that should speak volumes about, like, shit. And speaking of, speaking of judging people by the look, we're talking about the old heads. Kevin Dunn? Oh, my God. You Kevin like, Dunn. You know what you look like? You know what he reminded me of? No. beaver. Okay, if you've ever seen Harry Potter, the the rat. Yes. That's who he looks like. He looks just like him. And I was like, oh, my God. You're, you're telling women that they're not hot and you look like you chew on fucking wood every day? Are you kidding me? The audacity. Are you serious? No. I think no. he's been like that with some guys too, but it's always mostly been with the women. And I'm just like... I don't understand. Like, no. how, what, what are we looking at? I would have told you straight to your face. You're, I know you're not, you're not, you're not talking about my looks. We're, we're, we're being serious. Are you, have you seen it? Let me get a mirror for you. Cause okay. I hate, I hate James E. Cornette with a burning passion. I really do. And he, I mean, he talks about people the way they look, but he has never let anybody look wise keep him from when he was working as a booker or producer. He, ne- he was more worried about if you could sell, if you could wrestle, if you could surpass the storyline, which you know what you're supposed to do as a wrestler. He said, you could be the most ugliest motherfucker to walk in that door. But if you knew how to wrestle, you knew how to sell, and you knew how to put on a show, I'd fucking use you. Are you? I'm, I'm just, okay. I had to pull up a picture. I can't with you. Are you serious? <laughs> Not pulling up a picture. Are you serious? Like, this is that's the dude. This is the nigga. Dude. You literally have gangrene in your mouth. I don't understand how this is telling anyone that they're not attractive. You look like you are chewing on your own toenails every day. Mm. The audacity of yeah. you. For as long as he's worked at WWE, same thing with Kane. You think he would have at least went in with a dental and got his teeth fixed up? I mean, they are I ridiculous. Would. Have you? Are you not brushing your teeth? What? What is going on here? And you're not- tell you're sitting in front of people and telling them, "Yeah, you're not attractive enough to be in the WWE," but you work here, so. I got in just fine. You're here. You're sitting here looking like you're stealing cheese off a mousetrap. I I just want to understand. Your your entire faith is a it's a distraction. I'm I'm surprised that anyone was able to work around you without going full Austin Powers, like just mold, like I just, I just really, I don't, I don't understand it. 
like from the crow's feet to the blotchy skin. It's always, and that's why I say it's always the men who look like fucking foots. Yeah. Right? Who always got the most to say. Not even like well manicured feet. They just. No, the rusty kind. The kind you don't put lotion on and literally got a whole palace on the back of your foot. Like that. That's at least one of his teeth. I'm sure of that. And you ain't got no lip. And, and you can't close your mouth. You you're a mouth breather. Cornette then, says he was at one point. I don't know if, you know, but like I hate the fact that Cornette hates Kevin Dunn with the same amount of passion that I do. Like that makes me mad because that means I have something in common with that old man. Fucking weirdo. Right? And like him and uh it's just I'm just <laughs> he is just because i mean i I bet you he still tries that shit but here's the thing most of these women are married now they love their husbands and um most of these women could probably kick your ass too so i mean i look like for real talk it looks like my seven-year-old could kick your ass but you know that's either here or there with the way he posturizes standing next to business man he cowers next to him you are a fucking wimp. There is no... I would have chewed your ass up and spit you out. I would have whooped your ass verbally and physically. If you ever came at me on some bullshit like that, don't give a fuck about no WWE and no job. Ain't no bitch who look like they chewing on wood gonna talk to me like that. Nobody. Not chewing on wood. Fuck you. Out of here. John Leonidas, your blotchy ass is too. Sitting up there looking like you got rosacea for days. The audacity. You're a weird motherfucker. All of y'all. You and Vince really were uh, leaving pineapples out if you get my drift. Yeah. Okay, for any of y'all who don't know what that means, pineapples are actually like, I found this out after... It's my favorite fucking fruit. fruit. Now it's kind of ruined. Pineapples. Uh, pineapples. Apparently, <laughs> um, apparently is a uh, call signal for swingers. So I'm not setting any more pineapples up in my house. No, everything's yeah. gonna come pre-cut. No one's gonna see that shit. Yeah. 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 But like, no. Like, oh, isn't it the- like it's like the pineapple like um. It's like doormat or some shit like that. Yeah, kind of glad I didn't get one when we moved in now. Because I didn't know that. <laughs> oh, I mean, I don't find out with doormat. They would be like, oh, okay. I don't have any hot neighbors. So, like, that, that wouldn't work either. Anyway, but like, all these oh. guys, like, fucking Ed, I'm going to bring Ed Ferrara into this, Kevin Dunn, Don Laurinaitis, Vince McMahon. Y'all were really, like, doing some really inappropriate shit with these women, and you were holding their jobs over their fucking head. Well, now right. y'all ain't got no jobs. And it's just funny, because before we started recording tonight, uh, I got an update that more cases, two more cases from 2005 and 2007 about Vince have been discovered and that brings a total up to 19.6 million dollars. Nice you, know really nice. you know what I could do with 19 million dollars? 
I'm sure that conversation does not make up for the literal hell that those women had to go through to get it. And quite frankly, I believe he owes them more than that. Because ain't no way I'm going to let a bitch look like Vince McMahon. <laughs> Fuck me for free. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm just not. Like, he's not an attractive man by any means. I... Ugh. Linda had to lay with him and make two kids. Ugh. She did that shit willingly. She did that shit willingly. So... Oh, I don't have no sympathy for her. No, I don't she's have an, sympathy either, but my brain is in my head. She's another Ooh. one tweeting out sick shit. But now she quiet. But don't have nothing to say when the reporters come up to her and ask about your man and his dick problems. And I ain't yeah, got nothing to say. Well, I don't want to talk about that. Well, you had a lot to say about the damn Roe versus Wade. You want to talk about other people's coochies. Let's talk about your man's dick dick. How many uh, illegitimate kids do Vince have running around that you don't know about? Now, at this point, would you want to be a McMahon? No. That may, that name's fucking tainted, if you ask me. I just want the child support that he owes if he ain't paying none. Facts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Other than that, I don't give a shit about none of that. I would just want the man. That's all. Why is it and it's just something I've been thinking about. Why is it always the people who, especially a lot of these old heads, like some that we talked about and some we haven't talked about, because we could be here all night fucking doing that. But like, what is it with these old guys and them on these fucking ego tripping, power tripping, just being horrible fucking human beings? And meanwhile, there are actually decent people in this business who are getting overshadowed by shitty behavior when like a lot of them are like KO and Sammy, they go home, they do, they do their job. They go home, they do their families, they keep wrestling and they don't get into problems. They don't cause problems. Oh, you know why? Because the fans put them up on the pedestal. See guys like Xavier and guys like Kofi and guys like Big E, they just live in their lives. Guys like Kevin, you know what I'm saying? They're not mm-hmm. out here. They're not out here living recklessly. And this is no shade to any other wrestler who has done things that are considered to be reckless. Nobody's attacking anyone. We're just calling it like we see it, right? So you have to understand, the ones who are glorified are the ones that we've seen. So God rest his soul, but um, Scott Hall was one of them. And he himself even said that he was doing some shit. You know what I'm saying? You put people like Ric Flair on a pedestal, they expect to be treated that way all the time. And when they don't get that same respect, then they find a way to take you out. You know what I'm saying? And when we mm-hmm. watch, what was that Dark Side of the Ring episode that we watched? Clean Red from Hell? No, not that one. It was about the other dude. The one that had, I think he had bipolar disorder. Um, the Young Bucks was on his episode. Canyon? Canyon? I think it. I think that was his name. Canyon, he was on yeah. Howard Stern's He was on Howard Stern's um, show for a while and when rick flair was talking about him talking about how he was he wasn't a good wrestler he was horrible you know pretty much burying him in the public that in turn wwe took that to heart and used that to bury him in the company as well he knew his words had power he knew what he would say 
would turn heads. He was aware of that. However, he was in his 60s running around with Triple H looking like a goddamn sideshow idiot. The best way I can explain it is like back in the day when we watched, um, we saw, who was it? Was it um, Public Enemy? Public Enemy had uh, Flavor Flav, right? Oh, I thought you meant the yeah. team Public Enemy, and but you're no, talking no, no. about okay. No, no, like when you look at Public Enemy and you look at Flavor Flav, tell me for real, do you think Flavor Flav was an integral part of the group? Or was he the sideshow clown that they paraded around to hype up the crowd before they got ready to perform? And he was more of the hype guy. That was it. Ric Flair was that to evolution. I don't care how many fucking championships he had. Because that's all he did. Kicking ropes, taking off his jacket, and screaming and hollering and turning beat red every two seconds. Go back and watch the shit if it's up on Peacock. Because, you know, Peacock have a little trouble performing like they supposed to. One of these yeah. days. Roast we, need to ro- we, we need to roast Peacock one day. But when you, when you go don't back get and watch it. Don't fucking raggedy-ass Peacock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when you go back and watch it, you see his bleached out hair, he bleached his hair so much, his fried dyed and gone. It just break off. Dolph, that's why you need a good hair care system right now, man, because that's what your hair is going to look like. Ellie, you better go to, with AJ and get that perk plus like he been using. Right. AJ got some good AJ, hair. AJ hair be flowing, baby, okay? And it's always moisturized. It don't never look dead. Okay? And he don't have to put no water on it. He don't have to put no water on it. He can just come out there dry. Okay, but back to right. like y'all, I don't, I don't, I don't understand. Like y'all have y'all heyday. It's okay for you to hang up the boots and go sit down. And you know what the weird and the funny thing is, it's it may happen, but it's not as like in your face as like the male counterparts. You never hear any woman doing this shit. No, what we don't hear, but that's because I'll tell you why. It doesn't happen when their time is over. It happens while they're still in power. So while, yes, you don't hear about the women doing it to them after they've left wrestling because they don't have any more power anymore. You hear about it while they're still in their heyday. Look at what happened with Michelle McCool. Fuck that bitch. Okay, and whether people want to agree with it or not, they say the same thing about the Bellas when the Bellas were in power. And it's not just... Maurice, it's it's Eve Torres, it's Maria Canellas, whether you believe her or not. It's more than just one or two people who have issues with them who say that they were doing things that was stifling the women's division and it was focused around them. They were ensuring it was focused around them. The same thing that Michelle McCool was doing, that's what was alleged about them. Now, it happens in the women's division as well. It just it's it's considered catty for the women. Oh, they're just being catty. But I mean, you don't see like because you don't mention you don't see Jazz. Jazz like officially retired, and um, I believe Awesome Kong retired too. But you yeah. don't see. But you didn't see them out here. Like Jazz got like you know she. Like I don't want to call it a farewell. She did a retirement tour, as she should. Yeah, you know, and she anytime 
she was talking like yeah did she win some yeah she lost some too but you never hear anybody like oh you know when jazz was doing this she was out for herself but like no she was she was making sure the women were being seen. She was going all out. She wasn't being sloppy in matches like a half of y'all are if you ever fucking wrestle again. Like, you didn't see karma, or you didn't see Awesome Kong causing shit. And people just talk very, they're very, they talk very respectively and highly of her. Lita and Trish, same way. Um, like, that her feud with um jazz is what helped her like become or helped her grow as a wrestler and she always says that like i think she thanked jazz in her hall of fame speech too i think i think i have to go back and rewatch it well like you don't see like you don't see trish stratus coming back going you know I, she had that match with Charlotte, but you don't see Trish coming back on, you know, I think I have one more run in me. I think I want to go for the title. You don't see Lita coming back saying, you know, I had a really good match. I want to come back. I want to have one more run. You don't see them doing that. Because well, they got their own. Lita did. Did she get a title, though? No, but she had the match. But she didn't, like, Well, she never back. got to have, like, she retired her bull her when she left like it was like bad it was it was messy like very messy because that whole thing with edge was still fresh and i think they had broken up by that time too but still um but she didn't but she didn't come back after that she's like i'm challenging you and challenging you again and like all this crap i mean like alondra blaze showed up on nxt and people were excited alondra medusa whatever the fuck you want to call her but you don't see her on nxt challenging me like going up against these girls to get the mandy i mean she should i mean anybody can at this point i'm tired i'll fucking do it shit i'll just win it and i'll hand it she did i wouldn't have been upset about it i was like you know what please anybody save us Oh, oh, okay. So not to get off topic, but I I don't think that Zoe's gonna be her next week. I don't think Zoe's gonna be her either. I think right. that they're pulling Zoe and Nikita up. Uh, which is roster. unfortunate because Nikita was so fucking sloppy today. And I think Ooh. they're gonna pull Cameron up too. And solo. Cameron so, gotta go up. Here's here's the only thing I'm gonna solo say about Solo also needs to go up. Here's the only thing I'm saying about NXT talent. You go up, you better prove to yourself, prove the reason why you came up. Because if not, your ass needs to go back. I don't see Nikita hanging long on the main roster. No. She's going to get exposed. She's going to have a match with somebody. She's going to have a match with Piper, or she's going to have a match with Nikki, or she's going to have a match with Asuka, or Bianca, or fuck, even Bliss. She's going to have a match with even Dana. She's going to have a match with somebody and it's going to expose her so fucking bad. Like they're going to they're going to have to they'll send her ass back to NXD. Shout out to Lash Legend and Pretty Deadly, a trio that we did not know that we needed but are getting. I broke her shoe today. Kicking I love I, I just love face. all of the hair that's just going to be blowing in the wind, all of the fabulousness. <laughs> all the shade yes but you know i want montages of them all getting like pedicures or something together complaining about how basic everyone is 
Yes. I mean, you don't, but you don't see any of the women out here when they're like 60 coming to trying to run with the girls now. Some of them, some of them can, not going to take that from them. But you got Sting over there in AEW and people are calling for him to take the title off of Moxley. And I'm just like, you want grandpa to take the title off of Moxley. I have nothing to say on that because I'm just like my brain shuts off. It's like oh, era 404 Alexis.exe has stopped working. I'm not even that, like that's a, that's another thing too that that I think that is also you're still gatekeeping. It's still in that realm. You're still still talking about how and the fans are another problem in that as well. You guys have you're watching wrestling. You claim you love New Japan. You claim you love all the other forms of wrestling and WWE's played out. Okay, let's let you have that. But AEW is right in that same vein. Tell me who's been champion for the last three years that hasn't been a WWE guy besides Paige. Uh, Paige and Omega. That's it. Am I missing anybody? No. That's it. At Page and Omega. So everybody that was a WWE champion outside of Moxley was over the age of 40. And you're okay with this. Because why? It's CM Punk. It's Chris And all Jericho. them young people you have on that roster. Mm-hmm. You filled with them. You're okay with this. You don't have a problem with that, but you bitch and moan about when WWE constantly brings Brock back, which to your credit, you're absolutely fucking right. When they bring back um, fucking Goldberg every goddamn year, like they're, you're right to your credit. No, they shouldn't be resting on that. They should be building new stars, but- Apparently yeah, that's not going to be a thing anymore. Uh, Good, amazing. But you're not doing. You're not. You're not. You're not giving the same smoke to your Lord and Savior Tony Khan. Of course not, because he lives outside that realm. No, you're blowing smoke up his ass and helping him snort it. So you guys are. You're giving him all the love and admiration he needs because he's bringing back your hero. He brought back CM Punk to wrestling. He has always been a part of the wrestling community. He's always going to be a part of the community because of what he brought to the table in WWE, if you care. So he never really left. He just didn't wrestle anymore. To his credit, that's what he wanted to do. But you, know, you give everything to Tony Khan, and then you say, oh, he rescued Ring of Honor. So he don't even own Ring of Honor. Oh, no. I that's a shit. I don't like here's it's funny okay so like my mom came over a couple weeks ago and or not a couple weeks ago but it's when we went to see NWA and then like that weekend when she came over that's when they started playing the shows right and Mm -hmm. my, my parents have not watched wrestling since when I stopped watching in 2010 and I mom's like she goes I don't know any of this and mom it's fine you know think of it as a clean slate blah 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 
My mom saw Taya Valkyrie one time. She keeps texting me, when is Taya Valkyrie going to be back on TV? Because she likes her, right? And it's funny when Harley goes over to their house on Fridays, she watches SmackDown, which I think is hilarious. And my mom will watch it with her. And she, it, my, well, my, and now my dad kind of watches it with her too. Um, my dad's going through some stuff and I guess it's kind of bringing some stuff back for him. And um, he like texts me and he goes, I have no idea who half these people are. And I said, dad, half the people who I grew up with, they're retired or, you know, they're not here anymore. And then I guess one Monday he was watching and he goes, Randy Orton's still there? I said, yeah, he's still there, dad. You're but, you know, he, but my dad was just saying, like, Randy Orton, he goes, how old is Randy Orton? I said, dad, he, he's, like, in his 40s, and he goes, and my dad texts me back, and he goes, how come he looks better than most of these guys on the roster now? Randy takes very good care of him, so. And that's what I told him, and, like, my parents are just amazed that, like, how wrestling has changed, but then um, my dad keeps asking me about AEW, and I said, dad, don't watch it man because my dad has the habit of falling asleep with the tv on <laughs> oh shit and i'm just like uh, if you're gonna fall asleep i'd rather i'd rather you watch something that's gonna stimulate your brain old man and um he i guess he watched it or saw it on his friday he texts me he goes sting is still wrestling <laughs> you you another one that needs to go sit down <laughs> I said, yeah, dad, Sting's still wrestling. And he's like, Sting's my age. I said, I know, dad. <laughs> I said, we, I know, dad, Sting's, we, Sting's your age. And then, when he found out, and then when he found out about Flair wrestling again, he goes, I thought Ric Flair was dead. Damn. Jesus. I said, dad. He goes, Not dead. Really like, <laughs> because he's like, I remember taking you to go see WCW when they would come to Lakeland. And he looked old then. I said, dad. Well, it's the truth. Yeah. Shout out to Pops because he was telling the truth. <laughs> he says hi. <laughs> uh, Sting. Fucking Matt Hardy. Jeff Hardy. Uh, oh, just Lord. to be in that same vein and then we can um, move on to Corey. Um, my mom was, my mom went to Raw last night and um, so my mom always um, would take a lot of like uh, what if people didn't know my mom works with um special needs people has for like the last like 30 something years and for a lot of her clients again uh, we all know this like a lot of special needs people always like you know like wrestling mm -hmm. so anytime you know they come to her town and she has any clients who like wrestling she always likes to take them oh that's really um sweet. she's been doing this since i was the child kid you not um oh. so that's something again like she has always continued to do so and that's why a lot of like the clients like in my area will always especially the ones who like sports like love my mom because they know she will always like take them and stuff like that so besides that so my mom takes them there she goes she doesn't know anyone um she's very she likes wrestling but again she's not gonna like willingly put it on tv like if it's she clicks if she's like clicking through like you know she'll maybe watch for a few minutes but she's like who is this girl with the braid 
she was like everybody's cheering for her she was like I really she's like I like her she's like every she's like everyone has been cheering for her every time she comes out or every time they show her oh I was like mom that's like that's Bianca Belair I was like she's really good deal I was like she's a former track girl and I guess like someone next to her because again she's like my mom's always always talking to someone always like always literally always talking to some random person making friends with some random ass fucking people and they were just giving her the whole rundown about Bianca and she was like well I really like her and they had a good old time and now my mom wants to go to Wrestlemania amazing I love it so I was like well she was like I had I they showed a pre-sale code but she was like I took a picture of it but I think I deleted it and she doesn't know how to undelete pictures oh, I was like it's I was like they go on sale on Monday on Friday and she was like okay well we have to buy tickets she's like well, we have to buy tickets I said no mom you're buying tickets I'm right right, now. right. <laughs> can you buy me a ticket too I'll probably ask her. She'd probably say yeah. To no, be honest, no, because no, I'll have I'll have school. I think it's funny. The funniest tweet that you that she put out. She, what's your mom's name, by the way? Kita. Shout out to Kita. She the best name. tweet ever. The best tweet ever. Nicole said, "Not my mom booing the Miz because every time she went to she went to his dad's restaurant, her fries were cold." <laughs> So, if people don't know, this is again for people don't know. I think um, Miz and his dad has mentioned it on the show or one of the show. I don't know if he still does. I feel like he does. Um, but his dad um, owned like I think two, two Mister Heroes. So, in case you people don't know, like, well, Tiff and I are from. Well, she was she's from a different part of Cleveland, I'm more so outside, but it's um adjacent so anyways a lot of mr heroes mr hero heroes are is technically a chain but for some reason they're always independently owned yes (laughs) so you would have a mr heroes which it would be a mr heroes but it'd always be independently owned i don't know what that business model um standpoint and for some reason it was always um it was always like a lot of Middle Eastern people who owned a lot of Mr. Yeah. Heroes. That's what, though, but those are always the so good like Mr. A, Heroes. It's like a franchise then. Yeah. Well, so yeah, those, but that's, it's, that, but that's it's how I know with, it was a good one. Yeah, if I was, went in one and it was Indian or Middle Eastern one working in there, I said, ooh, this is a good one. Mm. Anything else was They were always, they were always, it was, it was always like that. Always. Like, yeah, I years. always thought it was so weird. Yeah. So it was funny because it was like back in my hometown, like the Indian people, they literally had a Mr. Heroes, but also had like a regular Indian restaurant. It was like the same family. (laughs) But anyways, he had these Mr. Heroes. When like going through to do certain stuff, like going to different places for my mom, my mom would always go through it, um, like pass by it. And she would like, and she would, and she's gone in there and she's gone there twice. And she was like, every touch, like both times I went there. Cause she was like, I always like to give restaurants two chances. She was <laughs> like, my fry, my waffle fries were cold. 
and she was like and she was like and they didn't put enough meat in it and blah 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 and the reason we know this is Mike's dad because he had all his fucking pictures up everywhere oh and I think they did show that I think in like a I don't know in something way back in the day but he always had like a shit ton of Mike's pictures and stuff in there so we knew obviously so it's like you so you know um as the same thing with um Johnny Gargano's family owns like a pizza place it's actually really good I, I always forget there yet. it's really good that's actually really uh, I love Isn't your mom I never even met her yeah it's called Gargano's I'm pretty sure it's called Gargano's because I've had it because I got it it was it was like a few years ago and I don't even think I think he just signed the NXT or he was yeah he was just signed NXT or just was just popping up in NXT I was in Cleveland for something and went um and I was with someone or someone got pizza and they were like oh this is uh this like this is like um Johnny Gargano they're like I don't really know him like that but they're like he's like um on nxt or something like that and i was like and i had it was i mean i only had a slice but it was good yeah they're downtown on west 25th it says yeah i must come back and we will go on a road trip and we will eat there of course (laughs) we have to get in the cold this time we're going to get her we're going to get her this i'll rent a car if i have to i i love your mom that sounds your mom's so cute and I, i love your mom and i've never even met her She's Aww. fucking insane. <laughs> but she loves Bobby Lashley. Ew. My mom loves Bash- Bobby Lashley. She He was her absolute favorite. Well, not her absolute favorite. She really likes... Um, she doesn't like the Miz's dad, but she likes the Miz. Hell yeah, Miss Keaton. She's so mad at him. Um, <laughs> she holds grudges. She's also a Scorpio. Um, oh lord <laughs> but she likes she loves bobby lashley because she was like because i think because he's built like a boxer because my mom loves boxing mm-hmm. that's why she likes him and she was very did not understand why champa was in the ring with him <laughs> like her mind could not like process that yeah, i can I understand just, that i was she the same was way like, she was like he's gonna hurt him I said mom he's fine and then she just sent me that picture of like the replay spot where it's like Champa's like on his neck like she was so distraught so she really liked um she really liked um Bianca she liked Bobby um who else does she really like she likes Tamina Really? But I don't know what she thought Tamina's name was. Um, but I don't she... know what she thought Tamina's name was where she was not calling her Tamina. Um, <laughs> she didn't know why she was like, she does not like Bailey. She thinks Bailey, Bailey is very mean. Oh. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> she was like, I don't, she was like, I don't like that girl with the, um, with the short hair she said with, with the, the Karen haircut she was like I don't like her not the bob she was like she's mean <laughs> she said but she likes even though I don't she said she couldn't hear what Dakota Kai was saying but she likes how she looks she said she likes her look she said she looks famous 
Ooh. Well, she does. I can Ooh. give her that. She does. Ooh. That that was my mom's whole take raw. Oh. And and that goes to show you, and that's what I always say. I always preach about the power of the, the casual fan. Because because of that, my mom had such a good fucking time. She's gonna spend how many fucking money okay. to go to Mania? Hundreds. Right. So that's what I always say. That's what I'm like. This is why. And again, like we're not people who like care for ratings, or, like talk about ratings much on our show. But this is a reason. Um, I think high ropes for the high ropes. I think high ropes. Um, shout out to them on Instagram. They're really good with posting about, and I really like them because they're very like down the middle, very neutral um, mm-hmm. source, and they always post ratings and stuff like that among like other things and what's going on. And they posted about the battle of the belts and also about, and raw, like raw was almost at 2 million viewers. And he posted, and then he also posted like AEW's ratings and also posted about battle of the belts and battle of the belts only did like, again, it did, you know, still good numbers. Like, 400 something k or four whatever 400,000 but then that was also so significantly down from their last specials like one that was like 7,500 or 700 whatever 750k and then another one that was almost close to a million and then ever and then someone in the comments was like well, that's because there's too much wrestling. Like it's like oversaturating, and then always the guy was moving like, the fucking goalposts. Yeah, oh, and the guy was like, course. "Well, he was like, it's literally course. the same amount of wrestling that it was during that time, the last time that they had this." So that's- he was like, "So you know, that's let's not." And right. Then, yeah. then last but not certainly not least. Oh. Good old Corey Graves. See, there we gotta start with Corey and we gotta end with Corey. They ain't just gonna be sentenced and we gonna go. Corey, Corey can... mm, go ahead. <laughs> someone I saw the best tweet and someone was like, why would he tweet this to us? Like what the fuck did he expect us to do about it? <laughs> I was like, I don't know, are we supposed to call corporate or something for him? Like, I don't yeah. understand the, the thing is, like, again, like, be concerned for your wife, 100% agree that, but is at the same time, it's like, your dumbass do not think that they would not call you, but they're probably just trying to make sure that she's okay first. That's what I said earlier. If anyone ever came into the ER with a really, like, we don't know what the injury is, but it's like, anytime I dealt with that, we had to make sure that the patient was okay. We didn't need to get them into emergency surgery, no internal bleeding, nothing like that. And then we would start informing like family because when they come in, that's our biggest concern, not calling the husband. We want to make sure that they're fine, that there's nothing seriously too wrong with them. Mm -hmm. Like if she came in with a broken leg, we ain't going to take time to call Corey. We're going to make sure her legs, we get her leg fixed and what it needs to do. And then, you know, we're casting her up. Then we'll fucking call you. 
I mean, that ain't the only reason why you're getting roasted either. Like, you you real hard on Sasha. And she didn't know me as a lady. But word on the street is, um, y'all good sis might be coming back sometime soon. And I'm very curious. Because the way y'all preface it, y'all preface it is that, oh, he's a heel commentator. Okay. And that Vince was feeding him the lines. I said, okay, we shall see. Because it did not matter whether Sasha was a face or a heel. He was always on the opposite side to her. He hmm. was always opposing her. If Sasha was a face, it makes sense. Because like you say, he's the color commentator. So of course, he's supposed to dig deep. You know, and go at Sasha like she's she's not the girl, blah blah blah. But when she's a heel <laughs> doing what you say she was born to do, you still go at her neck. You still like tear her down, and she's the only one. He doesn't do this to anybody else, and everybody always say, "Oh, y'all always y'all pointing this out because she's black." No, we're pointing it out because that's what he's doing. It's weird. And she's the only one he does that to. He, she is the only one he digs so hard into. And I say this, I don't care what no one says. And I know this is a conspiracy. I have no foundation for this. I always said, I feel like that he tried spain game at her forever ago. And she turned him down and he's salty about it. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to because believe Because nothing that, else makes sense. I mean, is that plausible? Yes, it is. It makes perfect Again, sense. I don't know. It's just a theory. But come on. A wrestling theory. I don't know. I don't know where the and, fuck but I'm going that. Keeps, that, that defends him, it's like he goes at Byron on some shady shit too. And Byron is not like, like I'm from the hood. I will cut your ass deep. Okay, Byron not going to do that. Byron want to keep his job. I don't give a fuck about that job. You're not going to disrespect me on TV because I will mute my microphone and be like, hey, bitch, say something else about me and my education. You're going to be on the floor for real looking for your teeth. I'm not fucking playing with you. Stop playing with me. Don't disrespect me on TV. I don't give a fuck about kayfabe, none of that shit. Keep your disrespect to yourself. Like, I tell him straight up, you got one more fucking time to tell me to shut up. One more time. That's on air. No, you you out of your fucking mind. I'll shut your ass down. I said said they would have to call somebody. We'd have a big problem. We would have a real big problem. Because you know this. You got, I would have been like, someone needs to come back here and do something. Because I'm about to act up and this whole show is going to be fucking derailed. I'm about to lose my job. Like, but if you notice, if you notice, when Joe was on commentary, my Joe. That's because he, he had respect. He didn't say shit because he knew that man had no problem choking his ass out or beating the shit out of him. No, nah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I put it this way: we don't get Jimmy that smoke. Jimmy's the neutral party, right? He's the one in the middle, purposefully. They put him in the middle, but Jimmy off this sides with the face character, right? So how come Jimmy don't get all the smoke that motherfucker Byron did? Or why he don't give, and if, if before he was dating Carmelo, 
I mean, when Carmelo was a face, he was he was doing he was doing what he was supposed to do, giving her shade. When she turned heel, he was Team Carmelo. Same thing for Bliss. Same thing for Mandy. Same thing oh, for the rest every, of the girls. Every time Mandy and Bliss came out, it sounded like he needed to go backstage and clean his like change into a clean pair of pants. Like but that was when he was. Uh, that was when he was. They were heels, and he was supposed he he was doing his job at that point. So I, I mean, was it annoying? Yeah, whatever. But it, it was it was it was gonna happen. So I was okay with that. But I'm saying when you compare and contrast to what he does with Sasha, I, it's just something about that just don't seem right to me. And I'm just like, did the girl, like, did you did you try to holler or something? Like, what is it? What is going on? And if you say, if you sit there talking about, oh, well, King did it when he was on commentary. No, but the difference is King popped for people he was supposed to pop for and he shit on the people he was supposed to shit on. He was the color commentator at the table with Jr. So oh, his job yeah. was to was to pop for all the heels, and of course be a disgusting little shitwad for the women. And then he was supposed to shit on all of the faces. That's what he was supposed to do. He still did his job, whether you like him or not. He still did his job. Corey, on the other hand, is a whole nother story. And I noticed, like when I brought up Moro earlier. It was a point. Mauro Ranello was widely popular. And I still say to this day, NXT misses him. I don't care what anybody says. Oh. Right? He did not like that shit. I, to, the, to this day, I believe it. Whether it's true or not, I don't give a damn. I don't, there's no reason for you to start some shit online about a person that you don't care about. About a person that is not living in your head rent free. Why? He literally went on Twitter and goes, wonder what rap song Mauro Ranello is going to reference today. Another good one. Uh, you know what? But you know, you know what my boy's doing now? He's calling UFC. He's calling major UFC fights. He's calling major MMA fights. He's calling major boxing matches. What the fuck you doing? Sitting up there cradling Carmella every time she loses a championship match, which is all the damn time. I was about to say, which is often. Yeah. So, so it's going to be real interesting to me because, Corey, I've told y'all, and some people were like, oh, you know, you're crazy. But now they're coming back like, oh, you're right. He threw a lot of micro trans, uh, microtransgressions when it came to Sasha. Because I always remember that one time where he went, well, you know, people like Sasha Banks. And they're like, well, what do you mean people like Sasha Banks? And he got real quiet because it was uh, Byron, the one saying it to him. And I'm just like, you know what? He co- she comes back. We're going to know if that was Vince telling him to say that shit or if that's just the way he is. Because let's be honest, Corey, your bitch has been on, been in the WWE, maybe a little less shorter than Sasha, just by a tad. Sasha's done more in her career than Carmella ever did. Sasha has done more in her career than you ever did. Well. That probably is part of it. Yeah, that, that wasn't that hard, was though. Like, mm. that probably stings the most. Is that, you know, you, you didn't save nobody. You couldn't even save yourself. Captain Concussion. I, I mean, think about it. Sasha Banks, the woman can walk out. The woman can go MIA for half a year, right? Mm-hmm. A little over a year. And that's not this time, but, you know, four. 
She's still the topic of conversation. She's still trending on Twitter. People are wondering when she's coming back. Anytime anyone talks about wrestling, they're like, when you think Sasha's coming back? When you think Sasha's coming back? <laughs> Sasha, Sasha, Sasha. They talk about Sasha. <laughs> when she came back, people went nuts. She was trending every single fucking day. It seems like Sasha. I don't even fuck with Sasha like that, but that wig reveal was everything. That was that sick, was awesome. <laughs> I love. I said I not the, the double wig. wig. I said you better go on, sis. <laughs> I love the wig she's wearing now, and everyone's like, oh, Who's "That's that? what I told people." As soon as she got a new wig, I said, "Oh, we'll see that bitch in a couple weeks." I love that new wig. That wig <laughs> of hers looks awesome. Every time we see new, I'm serious. Every time she gets new hair. She get a new wig. I said, oh, we'll see her in a little bit. It's fine. <laughs> oh, but it's just like Sasha Banks. It. Sasha Banks is a fucking superstar. She has already carved out her path in WWE. And half the time, it takes most of her male constituents to do. I think that's okay, what really, and that's, that's a fact. That's what sticks in his crawl, though. I think that's, that's it. And I'm with Nicole. I don't ride for Sasha like that. I support Mercedes. And whatever she does to make a point, because guess what? Her and Trinity walking out, what it fucking do? It made a point. It did. And, you know, everyone just got real quiet after that. And then they started on some bullshit. I'm like, nope. These two women told you this was bullshit. And when you didn't listen, they left. And then when y'all tried this crap, guess what? Turns out they were right. And I love mm-hmm. that for her. I will always love that for her. And I love the fact she stood up for herself. Sasha Banks is always fucking trending. One way, shape, or form. Corey, the only time his name gets mentioned is when he does some fuckboy shit on Twitter. More so when it involves his wife. She got more clout than he do. Carmella got a wine line coming out. She got like all this stuff work. Like, I might try Carmella wine. I feel like it'll be good. I, I feel do like too. it's probably good. Mm-hmm. Doesn't Corey like getting pegged? Yeah. So he's not even the top of his relationship. It's his wife. I just get to do it, Ken. <laughs> I just mean, remember that. I was like, I wait a second. I wouldn't want to look like you're such a bottom Corey. Like, you need to So, you know. Mm. I mean, I'd be like, see, that's why I would lose my job because he would be talking shit and I'd be like, aren't you the one that wife, you know, you. Don't you have your wife to go home to? I would honestly be like, I, I, I was like submissive. I was like, submit, subs don't talk when they're, um, aren't supposed to talk when they're not directly addressed. <laughs> that whole, that whole broadcast would get shut down. <laughs> I really would. I'd shut down. I would shut this whole shit down. No, <laughs> you ain't about to fuck with me. I'm embarrassing you in front of fucking two million people. And I just, um, I just look at them and laugh like every Twitter clips. Yeah, we no. fucked up. It's all like shit. It's all the same Let's get with a burger. Okay. <laughs> you can't really say anything after that shit. <laughs> That's fucking mess. Corey, <laughs> listen. I I honestly feel like you're jealous of Sasha. That's the only thing I can think of. I do think that it is a little piece of you you might want to have been have wanted to talk to the woman and she ain't give you no play. But I honestly do feel like you you are jealous of her. 
You feel like you could have had her career, but one thing about it and two things for sure, that's not true. That's not true in any way, shape, or form. You are never going to have what she had. Everybody has their purpose. And Sasha was put there for a purpose. You were not. You're a worker bee. You're not a queen bee. So you need to stay in your lane. Okay? So what we're going to sentence you to do is to close your fucking mouth. Mm -hmm. Because that's what seems to get you in trouble. You talk too much. So you're going to be sentenced to having your mouth shut. I'm pretty sure Carmela would love that. But then she could talk because it seems like Carmela likes to talk a lot, which I don't have a problem with. I mean, that's your wife. You love her. I'm happy for both of you. But it seems like Carmela likes to talk a lot and you like to listen, you know, like one ear going in and not going out the other type of listening. So this way, you'll be forced to listen to her talk. You just have to keep your mouth shut. I don't know how long. I'll figure it out. I'll give you, I'll give you a time. It's time to take it off. Kind of have to put you in time out. You know, go in your corner. Don't move till I tell you to move. That kind of shit. So you're not allowed to talk. And if you say anything, we're going to sew your lips shut. Okay? It's going to be real brutal. But you like it. You know, you like pain. It's something that you enjoy. Right? Right? Your thing? Just put a grip mask over him. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> added, a, added effect. Okay, we'll give you a ball gown. I think you like that. You know. Keep your keep your mouth open, keep your jaw, you know, strong for when Carnarella needs it, you know. And then we'll leave it there. Okay. <laughs> okay. Old head. Yeah, Kate. Well, I'm starved now. Babe. Thanks. You're going first, babe. I'll I'll let Lexi sent you. I'll I'll let her have the have the honor. It's her mayor. Who am, I, who am I? Who am I sentencing? Kane. He's he's going first, and then we'll sentence everybody else together. He okay, deserves who? his own sentence. First, Kane. Okay. Oh, okay. Um. Okay. I sentence you to everyone who lost a loved one to COVID nineteen, or was hospitalized, or couldn't get the care they needed in the hospital due to COVID nineteen. I want you to get slapped in the face repeatedly. Maybe twice, one each hand, by every single person in Knox County who was affected by COVID. Oh, I would add to that. I think you should no, let I'm him not, cough I'm not, I'm not done. I'm not done. I think you should let him cough on No, because... Like, I'm swearing your face. And then yeah. I want you to sit down with every single parent in Knox County, and I want you to actually listen to what the fuck we mean by we need our actual kids to be protected and if you don't listen i'm going to hook up a car battery to your junk and oh, anytime geez. you're not listening or you look away or you fall asleep i'm tasing your balls with the battery and then that i sent you to fucking go somewhere maybe get eaten by Brock Lesnar in the Canadian wilderness somewhere I don't know but I'm not good with sentencing I just want to fight him and I know I win but at that point it'd just be like beating up an old man a sad old man with bad teeth I I I I'll allow I'll allow the sentence and I think it's fair thank you I'm just gonna add a little piece to it I feel like you should sit in the room 
with every one of them people that you claim, you know, that you don't believe had COVID or you think COVID is not that serious and let them talk with you. Let them do it. And then you got to go in their house and lick their hands. Like right after they use the bathroom, just lick their hands. Ew. I'm sick. I don't care. So wait, 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 wait. Me using the car battery on the testicles is way too much, but this isn't? Not full blown, Zat, just a little like a tension getter. He gonna get something. He definitely. All right. Go ahead and lick the balls, baby. It looks like you like doing that anyway. So go ahead and, you know, grub all. Anyway, the rest of y'all, Flair, let's go sit down. I said she was gonna lay your ass down. I don't want you to die. I just want you to lay down, take a nap. Shady okay? pines. Period. Which is where a lot of y'all are finna go. A lot of y'all. <laughs> Flair, your ass needs to be there. You need to have stock. Okay? You need to own it. Run it. Okay? Jeff Jerry, I don't know. Jeff Jerry, is he disrespectful to F.E.? Yes. Do I think he should have been involved in that match with the Street Profits and the Usos? No. He did not add anything, nor did he take anything away. And in my opinion, it was a waste of time to put him in as the special guest referee for them. Okay? So I don't know what he's doing in the back as far as production goes. If he adds to the show, great. If he takes away from it, get his ass out of there. But he don't need to be in the limelight in any way, shape, or form. Did he? Did he look great? Sure, he kept himself in shape. Congratulations! But that match you had with Ric Flair was a mess, and I know y'all knew that it was it was trash. You had to know that. So I'm gonna send you also to go sit the fuck down somewhere. You and Flair go sit in the damn room at Shady Pines and get y'all tapioca pudding and be happy. Okay, y'all wives can come there and visit y'all. Y'all can have conjugal visits, but Ew. bitch. No, we we don't we don't care about none of that. Now, Ray, <clears throat> I'm sorry, it break my heart to tell you this. It don't for Nicole because she don't give a shit. I know. It break, it break my heart. You need to go to fuck home. To tell you, but you got to go sit down. All of the Louboutins you done bought your wife and all of the damn Louis Vuitton bags your daughter be carrying all the designer shit y'all be wearing is paid for you know what I mean it means that you ain't got to do shit else to get it no more cause you got it bitch like at this point your son got to be able to get something let him do it without you he don't need to oh you got to let him try. How you going to pass down the mask without giving it to him? Mm. You got to do that, Ray. You got, you got to go. You got to go, babe. And I and I love you. I do. You know, celebrating 20 years. Congratulations. Okay? And it, it's great that you can still hang. But you don't want to be like Rick Oh, Ray. no. Not still hang. You got... No. You don't want to be like Rick Ray. You don't want to be like Rick. Uh-uh. He don't want to be like that. He a prime example. You don't even want to be like the Undertaker. He a prime example of when you gotta know when to let it go, and you do it when you in your best, in your at your prime. You do it when the time is right now. 
not when you're dead, broke, and, and your body falling apart. You do it when you're still in good health, when you still have time to enjoy your family. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just, it's, it's okay. It's okay to just let it go. It's all right. Take them five steps. Take them. Okay? The rest of y'all, just go to heaven. Okay? Go straight to hell. And first mm-hmm. stop at Shady Pines and give a donation to Rick and Jeff so they can keep eating tapioca pudding and have a conjugal visits with their wives. I don't know what wife the number they're going to be on by the time they get in Shady Pines. But ain't Rick divorced from his, his wife? No, he's yeah, he, married. No, they're no, still together, they, apparently. No, they just divorced. He's with somebody. Uh, well, he got he, a new girlfriend? Already. Damn. Damn. That's nasty. Anyway, they gonna need some they gonna need some food and all kind of stuff there. Rick ain't got no man. You all know that. He ain't got no man. Um, Charlotte might give him a little couple, you know, him and our her and our daughter, they might drop a little dollar in the bucket. But you know, go on over there and donate to your friend. If you don't want to stay there, just go go home and, and, and lay down. Or go to hell. Then your two options. Go lay down or go to hell. Okay, because we took it, y'all. Okay, at some point, y'all gotta let people get to the finish line. And y'all keep tripping people. I'm tired of that. Booker T. Only thing I'm telling you is get you some just for men and some and some shit to regrow your edges back. Cause them them locks you got is pulling out all your hair. Your hair has been crawling to the back of your head for the last couple of years. Your wife's not gonna tell you because she loves you. But I don't give a damn about you. I'm gonna tell you the truth. You ain't got no edges, man. You're bald. Okay, you gotta do something about that. All right, you don't have to fix it. I don't know what to tell you. Maybe take the locks out. Because some guys talk about it. They say, if I had to put my locks behind my hairline, I'd still have my hairline. You should have did that. Because you should have pulled a bust around. If you ain't going to, I'm tricking them bust around. Look, bust around had locks back in the day. And his locks was behind his hairline. People used to clown him because he used to go get his hairline faded. But his locks would be retwisted and shit. They used to clown him. But now, the same fools that had locks back in the day don't got no edges, just like your ass. And he got all of the edges in the world because his locks off, got his hair faded, he looked nice. And you sitting up here looking like a bald and auntie. Oh, my God. Okay? Not a bald and auntie. Get it together. Get it together. And do me do me one silence. Stop talking about the black talent. Talk about the talent as a whole. Because one thing I do notice about you is that you pop for Cesaro and give Cesaro all the praise in the world. You shit on Kofi and your shit on Xavier and your shit on Big E. I just, I just don't understand. And you give Athena all of this, all this love and admiration. And she she's sitting up on dark elevation somewhere. Did she ever had a match with Jay? No. Yeah, I think she did. Did she? And Jay yeah. 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 Well, guess, guess so. That was a short feud. I guess. <laughs> I guess your your long awaited. I want to do what they're doing. It's fun. <sighs> Now you having fun, not do nothing, and, and stuck. Mm-hmm. Oh well, not my problem. Anyways, that's all I got to say about that. 
Okay. Y'all got y'all roast sessions for the month. I try to make it so it's once a month so we don't have to do this every month. It's mm-hmm. Okay. Make sure y'all follow, follow the girls on social media. We have our podcast up every week. Y'all gonna get a double whammy this week because I'm gonna put out our um episode for the um for the nerd corner this week because I had a lot to edit with that one. So that one's gonna be about the HBO Discovery Plus merger and all the stuff that went down with that. And we're also gonna put out um this episode of the podcast. And if we do a nerd um corner this week, we'll put out another one this week as well. So you're gonna get a triple whammy actually. Mm-hmm. And we can take a break. You don't want to get burnt out. With all that being said, follow us on our social media. You can always follow us at Down for the Count 19 on Twitter or follow us on on the Instagram at D4TC underscore, underscore podcast. Nicole is always on We Love Wrestling with our We Love Wrestling family. And they always have something going on over there. Trady always has something. If it isn't, um, Women on Wednesdays. He's got indie stuff over there. He's very heavily focused on the girls, which I know a lot of people like. So I think you definitely should go over there and check out his podcast as well as his Instagram and his YouTube. He has a lot of stuff and he goes to all the shows. So shout out to Trady and the whole Midwest Melanin Mafia family. All right, because we're going to go because we're tired. Bye. Bye. Peace up, A-Town down. <laughs> oh, my God. I lost my controller. Oh, here it is.